Hello, everyone. It's good to be with you guys. Amen. Here today is another day for us to be able to make an investment. Mm. Amen. Into our spiritual walk and our livelihood with God. Amen. Me and my wife are so honored to have you with us today. Our prayer is that these Kingdom Concept episodes have been helping you. We've been talking about becoming one with the Lord, becoming one with the vision, one with the purpose of God. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to be talking about becoming one with God's people. But before we get to that, I just want to encourage you. If you've been enjoying these programs and these broadcasts, every Monday we put out a new episode. It's amazing content, and we have some of the greatest people that share this time with us to impart into you. And we would love, amen, for you to subscribe or like this page, amen. Our desire, amen, is to always be a blessing to you. And so we encourage you to come be a part of it. And you can do some serious binge watching. We have a lot of great content that we know would be a blessing to amen. your walk with God and your spiritual development. Amen. So like and subscribe. Amen. Amen. Well, being one with God's people. You know, there's a lot to be said in this subject that we're going to cover right now. We only got 25 minutes to do it. But when I think of God's people, man, I think about the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. I think about the local church. Yes. You know, that's where you really find out that you're a part of a family. Mm -hmm. Amen. A group of believers. And as the family of God in you know, actuality, we are the largest family on the yes. planet is the body of Christ because we're everywhere. Right. Amen. God has family everywhere. And it's so important for us, amen, not only to be a part of that family, but to be engaged mm -hmm. with that family, to be actively involved with that family. I know for you and I that if it wasn't for the local church, we would not be where we are at today. I'd probably be a dead man. Yeah. You would have probably killed me. <laughs> probably. Probably or you'd have killed yourself or something else would have happened. You know, with and being one with God's people is funny because I have I have a very large family. I have um, six brothers and seven sisters and then me. So eight eight girls, six boys. Uh, two of my brothers are in heaven now. So are our parents. But I have a large family. That mm -hmm. means that I have a bunch of nieces and nephews. I have and I, I have everything. That's just on my dad's side. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my, my, my dad. I had so much. And on my mom's side, um, aunts, uncles, cousins, everything. But I do holidays, and I'm around my church family and God's people more than I am my actual family. Now, I love my family, and I mm -hmm. love when I get to spend time with them. But where God called us was so far away from our family, so we get to see them, you know, less than we are with our church family. But I'm not missing out on that, oh, that, that family, like being with a blood family. I'm not because I have God's people mm -hmm. and I have close relationships with people that are may not per se be my blood relatives, but we have a common purpose and we have a common goal. We all have, you know, Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. So I feel uh, closer to them than I would somebody else. You know? Yeah, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that you know you're born into a family. Yes. But you're not guaranteed to spend eternity with them. Mm -hmm. You know, in this family of God, we definitely are, and there's a place for every one of us. Jesus, when he talked about the body of Christ, he, he literally described it as a body in the mm -hmm. New Testament. That we are, you know, that Christ is the head. In the New Testament, it talks about how God has placed every member mm -hmm. in the body where He has chosen to do so. It's because every one of us supplies something that's needed by. The others. the others. Amen. And there's, there's, 
everything and every part of your body is important, yes. you know, and sometimes, you know, we, we always realize how important the hands are because you do a lot of things with the hands, you, you know, you pick up your coffee cup, you turn your keys, you know, all this stuff, and you don't really uh, see how important other things are, like your pinky toe, mm. you know. Very um, important. Very important. You, you realize how important that pinky toe is when you hit it when on you something. Hit it. Your whole body knows the pinky toe's not happy. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that true. pinky That's toe, man, true. it is true. You know, that little pinky toe getting hurt, man, can keep the whole body from going to work. You know, it can keep you from doing things. And so you're important to God. Whatever part of the body he's placed you in, you're important. And we want you to understand how important you are. And how important it is for us to be uh, walking and living in harmony Amen. and in unity with one another. The Bible has a lot of things to say about unity. Amen. Good and bad. But I want to start off with one of the most popular, well-known stories about, you know, when people are one. Mm -hmm. Because we're talking about being one with God's people today. So we're going to jump right into this. So if you have your Bible, amen, get prepared, get a notebook, amen, you want to take some notes today. We've got a few scriptures we want to share with you and some thoughts for you to ponder. Genesis chapter 11 is the story of the Tower mm -hmm. of Babel. Mm -hmm. Amen. God had commanded his people to go into all the earth and be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. And they decided, no, we're going to stay right here and we're going to build a tower to heaven. And so the Lord goes down, you know, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. They go down to, to see what's going on. And so we're going to pick up this, this story in Genesis 11, verse 5 and verse 6. Would you go ahead and read that, Eliana? Sure. This is King James. Yeah, King James. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower with the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. This right here is very powerful. He said the people are one. And they have one language. That doesn't necessarily mean that they were all speaking literally the same language, like English or Spanish. It was they had agreement. Mm -hmm. They were all saying the same mm -hmm. things. They were all agreeing with the same things. We're going to build a tower. And they could see that tower being built. They had an image on the inside of it. Imagination is you having an image on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. They had an image of them building this tower. And God the Father... You know, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they're the ones that said the people are one. Mm -hmm. It says, man, they're in agreement. They have unity, amen. And, and they've agreed and they have an image and every one of them see the same mm -hmm. thing and they're saying the same thing and they're doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is stuff for success or for failure, amen. And he says there's nothing that they've imagined that they cannot do mm -hmm. because they're one. Mm -hmm. Now, this is still true to this day. You can cause something to happen, good or bad, That's right. depending on the company that you the truth. have unity with. It did a lot of bad things with a lot of bad people and we were in agreement with and we were in agreement with and we had a plan and there was unity there. And how much better is it when you have God's plan and you have oh. unity with God's people and you have a like-minded faith, you have a like-minded goal, you have a like-minded vision, how much can you get done for God? How amazing is yeah. that? You know? There's no limit. When you have a, a unity community, because that's, that's what a good. church is. God created the church. It's the, the local church. Mm -hmm. It's the only earthly institution that God ever created. 
And God wants you to be a part of one. Let me tell you something. Mm, there is a church for every one of us. And God will lead you to the church that's best for your life. Amen. A place where you're celebrated. A place where you belong. And when he takes you there, you want to join yourself to the vision of that house. Amen. The Bible says without a vision, people mm -hmm. perish. Mm -hmm. Amen. There's something that God wants you to build for him, but he doesn't want you to build it alone. And so it's important that you keep the right company, amen, that you're around the right people. Because again, when you find yourself stepping into a place, you know, where you're united mm -hmm. to a vision, amen, you want to make sure it's something that's going to take you closer to God yes. and something that is going to bring honor and glory to him, something that's going to make Jesus famous. Amen. And that's what churches do. They make Jesus famous by the things that they do in serving their communities that they're in. Amen. You know, Amen. Well, if you're in a good church. If you're in a good church, and, and, yes. And how do you know if you're in a good church? If you're in a church that's preaching the word, yep. if you're in a church that's worshiping the Lord and nobody else, if you're in a church that's singing word, uh, word songs, if you're in a church that is doing the things that they're supposed to do to reach their community. And operating in great love. Yes, and in the gifts of the Spirit. Because yes. a lot of times it, you've got a church that has, a, you know, a dynamic message. You have churches that have good worship, but there's no spirit. There's no uh, move, move, gifts of the Spirit. There's no evidence of speaking in tongues. Or there's no um, healings happening, you know, miracles happening. We want to be part of that church, and we want to be part of, we want to be, have unity with those types of churches. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's churches all over, all over. I'm not sure where you're from, but find a local church. Find, call, say, hey, you know, do you allow the Holy Spirit to move? Do you... Ask questions. Do you read the word? Do you, you know, ask yeah. questions, you know? And it's not to say that churches that don't speak in tongues no, aren't good absolutely. churches. That's not what we're saying. We don't absolutely. want to be misunderstood. What we're saying is this, is that God's word is God's word. Mm -hmm. And the more you walk in that word and the more you find yourself in agreement with that word, I'm telling you, there's going to be no limits to what that word Amen. and what the spirit of God is allowed to do within that church, you know? And so it's important to be in a word church. Man, it is so important to be in a house of love. Amen. A place where, where love is key because God is love. Mm -hmm. and, and love will always empower what you're doing mm -hmm. for God. And, and we all want to be in a Amen. place where we're loved. I, I remember a story that was shared with me one time. And, God, and man, God put this in front of us when we started pastoring. You know, uh, we knew someone that had told us a story about how there was a missionary, I believe it was in India, in India, and uh, they decided to do this experiment to where there was this mother monkey that had a baby monkey, and I guess the mother monkey had died. And they decided, hey, you know what? Let's do an experiment. Let's see uh, how this baby monkey reacts. So they literally had the mother monkey stuffed, and they put the mother monkey in one side of a cage and a bowl of food on the other side of the cage, and they put the infant, the baby monkey, inside of the cage in the center to see what this monkey would do. And this baby monkey immediately ran to the mother's body and just grabbed the mother and would not let go of the mother. They left the baby monkey in there for like four hours. That baby monkey never touched the food. It just clung to the mother. They pulled the baby out. They waited four hours. They still didn't feed it. Stuck it back in again to see what it would do. It ran after the mom. They did this for, I think it was like 24 hours mm -hmm. and they, in the same cycle. Every time they put that baby in there, it ran towards the mother, never touched the food. They finally had to force feed the baby monkey. And when he shared that story with me, 
this is what the Lord spoke to my heart. He says, people want to be loved. You know, granted, you know, you want to be in a church where the word is preached. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You want to be in a church where there's, where there's a great word, amen? Because the word of God is what makes you spiritual. Not how many demons you see or cast out. You know, not how many visions you have. Even not how dynamic your worship is. That doesn't make you spiritual. It enhances your spirituality. That's right. But the word of God is spirit and it's life, the Bible says. But God showed me people want to be loved. So you have some people, they might go to a church where the word's not that dynamic, but they feel a lot of love. They'd rather be there. Like that baby monkey, he wanted the mom more than he wanted the yeah. meal. And what God told me was he said, you give the people a great meal. Give them a great message and give them a lot of love. That's right. Because that's what helps people grow. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to us truly growing, you grow the most when you grow together with that's right. people. Not That's when right. you grow apart, but when you grow together and when you're united to a common purpose. Right. Amen. It's amazing what God can do. And the Bible, man, it paints a beautiful picture of what happens when the people come together and they unite themselves to God and to one another. And this is found in Acts chapter 2. And so go ahead and turn there in your Bibles. Let's go there, my love. Acts chapter 2. And we're going to read a few verses here because this is... This right here is the birth of the church, literally. This is when the Lord started, you know, the first, you know, Pentecostal church, you know, after, you know, the Spirit had come down, you know, in Acts chapter 2. And this is the results of this, of the people coming together. Acts chapter 2, I'm almost there. I'm there, you want me to read it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and read it. Acts chapter 2, let's begin in verse uh, 41 through 47. Um, you, I only have it in King James. Is that okay? Yeah, that's perfect. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common wow. and sold their possessions and good and parted them to all men. And um, as every man had need, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. I love that passage. This is such a beautiful love picture mm -hmm. of what God in, has always intended for us to be, for us to be one with Amen. him and for us to be one with each other. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important that we, we, we see this because this is, these right here are the ingredients for you to have a move of God. Mm -hmm. These are the ingredients for a church to have a major impact upon its community because if the church isn't changing lives, the church is ineffective. Mm -hmm. Amen. There should be fruit, amen, that testifies that the church, amen, that God is, is there and that he's among his people. And it says right here, all these different things, the people were doing the same things, therefore they were getting the same results, mm -hmm. amen. They had to come into a place to where they were preferring others before themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because for you to come into oneness with, with God and oneness with others, you have to get rid of selfishness. Mm -hmm. Because selfishness will, is, is what caused sin to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, that was original sin was selfishness. 
And so for us to come together, amen, with the Lord, the first thing that I noticed when, when we got saved was that the closer we came to the Lord, and, and it's, it's true even to this day, the closer we, we come to God, the more other-centered our life becomes. Mm -hmm. We're not looking out for us. We're looking out for others. Mm -hmm. yeah, How important is that? Well, it's very important because a lot of times, you know, we think, um, well, there's a lot of people in God's house. There's a lot of different types of people. And, you know, sometimes you might not get along with a person. You know, you might find their personality different or you might find their uh, um, their laugh different or their mannerisms different. Or you may find um, di different. There's different people. Like you might think that their sin's worse than your sin. Well, that too. <laughs> you know, that too. But there's a lot of different types of people in the body. And mm -hmm. you go to church with a lot of different types of people. If you see them after God's heart and you see them um, as a brother and a sister in the Lord that you love because they have God in them, it's easier to be one with God's people. Just because I, I, I know somebody in church and maybe their personality is different from me, their personality is, their sense of humor is a lot different than mine. Um, uh, I, I'm, I don't think a lot of things are funny, you know. Um, their personality is different, just things. I can still have a relationship mm. with them. Why? Because they love God and I love God. Now, if they're sinful and they have a sinful nature and they're still operating in that sin, I'll some, I'm still going to love them and I still want yeah. them to go to church, but I'm not going to have fellowship with them. You know, there's a difference. Being one with God's people doesn't mean that you have to, um, you know, like every joke somebody says or something, it means that you are one in one God in God's purpose, a purpose that you're there for, the church that you're at, the ministry that you're at. There's a purpose and there's a plan, and you love people, and because you love people, it's going to be okay, yeah. you know. Well, this right here, what we just read, mm -hmm. this is people that you just described, all mm -hmm. kinds of different people yeah. from all over the place with all kinds of different personalities, yeah. issues, different things that they're dealing with. But we can all fellowship That's around right. the cross. That's right. That's the thing is that, man, we can all fellowship around the cross and our love for God. And our differences don't have to be a problem. Those differences can be a strength, right. you know, because what I'm not, you are, and mm -hmm. vice versa. And what, what, what she's talking about when it comes to the fellowship, you know, Bible says, you know, have, have nothing to do with the, the deeds yes. of darkness or sin. And it's not to say that you cut people off, but what no. we had to learn was that some folks, the only place we were going to be able to have fellowship was in the house of That's God. Right. They were we, changing. We were yeah. changing. And we weren't ready to have people, you know, uh, we were still too raw ourselves to be yes. have certain people around our house, you know, that were struggling with certain things. We didn't want to come together to sin. That's we right. wanted to come together to be able to worship God. That's and right. so it, it had to be centered around the church. But you, you just said something important about being united to that purpose because that's the thing that brings us together is that we're employed by God to do a work, amen, for him, amen. And I, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm talking about both sides of my mouth, but God didn't give us a job. God gave us an assignment, mm -hmm. amen. And God wants us to work together with other people. There's no lone rangers in right. the army that's of right. God. Even Jesus, when he established his earthly ministry, you know, those last three years, you know, he sent them out two by two, mm -hmm. amen, and, and that's what they did. And then they would come together and they'd make greater things happen, but they would go out two by two. Mm -hmm. And it's important because there's power in agreement. The Bible says that one of us can put a thousand of flight, but when mm -hmm. you put you and me together, we can put 10,000 of right. flight. 
And, uh, and in Acts chapter 2, you just read this, in verse 46, um, in the Amplified, it says it this way. And day after day, see, notice it wasn't just on Sundays. Day after day, they assembled in the temple with united purpose. And mm. their homes, they broke bread. That means they were making fellowship. covenant. It was yeah. fellowship. These are the elements of covenant. They were creating covenant relationships with each other, you know. And it says that, you know, they all ate their bread with gladness and, and gladness of heart. And it's like, it's a beautiful thing when you become a part of a church family. Amen. Because, you know, you really find, you know, that there are people there that love you. And you find out that there's people there just like you. Amen. You know, and it's important for us, amen, to become a part. Amen. And the Bible says this, amen, if you want friends, you have to show yourself mm -hmm, friendly. Mm -hmm. And so you want to be engaged with that church. Don't just come to church. Get involved. Mm -hmm. Amen. Become a partner with your local church because when you're, this is what happens with partnership in a church. Where I go, mm -hmm. you go. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We go together. And it's, it, how important is it for us to be, be a part like that in a church setting? How important is it for us to be involved together? Well, you get a lot more done when you have people with you. You get so much more done when <laughs> a lot you more have done. you have a person that's partnering alongside with you where where your vision is their vision. You guys are both working to a common a common goal, a common vision. You have a unity in 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 every area. You have a um, a goal. You have a goal and you're constantly going to that that same goal goal together. And when you have that you can do so much more, you know, uh, you know, one beaver with one, um, you know, one beaver with one stick of wood can't really do much. But when you have a bunch of beavers, <laughs> little bitty animals, well, they're, they're big, but you have little bitty animals and they all come together, they can dam up a whole flowing river yeah. and, and mess everything up with little beavers, you yeah. know, they can just mess up a whole ecosystem yeah. by just coming together in unity to build something. Yeah. Well, I, I always think about like s snowflakes. Yes, I love that. Snowflakes by themselves don't seem too significant. No, nothing. They're little. But, but you you put those snowflakes That's together right. and they can shut down an airport, they That's can right. shut down a town, they can shut down a country. That's right. You know, it's amazing what happens when they come together. That's right. And uh, another account of how powerful in the book of Acts this unity was is found over in Acts chapter 4, um, verse 32 and verse 33. And I'm going to read this to you. It says this, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one mm. soul. Neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. Let me tell you something. When you have all things common, man, you're going to have the same testimony. That's right. Amen. That blessing is going to be on you. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. I love what it says here in the Amplified. Now the company of believers was of one heart and soul, and not one of them claimed that anything which he possessed was exclusively his own, but everything they had was in the common mm -hmm. and for the use of all. And with great strength and ability and power, the apostles delivered the testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, of great grace, loving kindness, and favor and goodwill rested richly upon them all. All what we see happening here is that people have one heart and one soul. Mm -hmm. That means that they were united mm -hmm. in their purpose and in their love for one another. And that soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. I mean, they were invested in a common purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and I love what it says right here in 
verse 32 in the Passion Translation says this, in, in the middle of that verse, it says, selfishness was not a part of their community. Oh, I love that. Because I'm telling you, when you're one, one with people, you're not looking that. out for you. You're looking out for the people that you're working with. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it's a beautiful thing. Amen. Um, when you allow the Lord to have control of your heart, when you allow the Lord to have control of your mind, and that comes through you connecting with him. And when you connect with him, you'll connect with this plan. And when you connect with this plan, it'll always join you mm -hmm. to people. And what, what I wrote down is whoever controls your mind controls your life, mm. good and bad. And when you allow the Lord to be the one that's directing your heart and your soul, man, he's going to always find other people that have that same passion for him. And together, Amen. you're going to accomplish great things. Notice that because the people were united Amen. like that, God added. He said, I'm going to bring more people because they can join to this. And they preferred others before themselves. Yeah. And you prefer somebody else when you're not selfish. And if you prefer somebody else, you can have unity. You really can. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. Amen. So Amen. join yourself, amen, to God and join yourself amen. to the people, amen, that he surrounded you with. I'm telling you, you will find great love and great satisfaction when you find amen. yourself united to the people of God. Amen. We love you very much. Thank you again for being our guest today. And as always, amen, we welcome you to like and to subscribe so that way we can be sending you more content. Mm -hmm. Every Monday we have new episodes. Plus we have a whole library full of great content of things that we've already ministered on, things that will help build you and build your relationship with God. Thank you for being with us. We look forward to seeing you guys again here on Kingdom Concepts. Amen.